0: Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve.
1: Okay. My name is Axel, and I am a sexaholic. Um, welcome to this meeting. Sexaholics Anonymous, uh, I'm going to read uh, Why Stop Lusting from the essay pamphlet, Why Stop Lusting. <clears throat> Many of us came to Sexaholics Anonymous essay driven to total despair by our destructive sexual thoughts and behaviors. Within the meeting rooms of SA, we discovered, to our surprise, that lust was the driving force behind our acting out. Sexual lust is an inordinate thought or feeling that drives us to use ourselves, others, or things for self-centered, destructive purposes. The spiritual sickness of lust wants sexual stimulation at that moment instead of what a higher power or God of our understanding is offering us. Later, we come to see that lust wants anything other than what is offered us at each moment. At first, it was hard to believe. As we began to accept this fact, we wondered how we could live without lust. It became clear that we had to give it up, Yet we doubted that life without lust was possible. In this fellowship of SA, we met people who had found a way to stop their destructive sexual behaviors. That too was unbelievable. Yet by their honesty and shining faces, we knew it was true. They had the answer we desperately wanted. Please help me to open this meeting with the Serenity Prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. I will not mine, Be done. Amen. SA is an anonymous program. Many of us carry cell phones and mobile computers capable of audio and visual recording. To maximize our commitment to anonymity, we cannot allow use of these devices for recording of anything inside this conference. Um For the next five minutes, I will share my experience, strength, and hope as it relates to the topic. The topic is service, uh, suiting up, and showing up. Okay. What attracted me to this topic is this suiting up and showing up. That's what I have done, uh, in the, in the program, uh, ever since day one. So I came in in 1991, I think, and, um, been going to meetings religiously ever since then. Uh, as it were and um, <clears throat> it took me five years to work the first three steps uh, didn't exactly have my track shoes on uh, to do this it took me a, a while to, to, to get sober and um, finally I did it Um I threw out a year's sobriety without so much as a prayer, um, in two seconds when I had a year. Anyway, <clears throat> but I have gotten um, I had gotten fourteen years but um, was not um, happy with what I was uh I was not I was not sober uh So by my by my definition, by my I knew I was not sober. so didn't act out, but I was not sober. So uh, I blew that off and I just started all over again as what I usually do. And um, so now I have a year and something, maybe a year and a half, I don't remember, so I have it in my <clears throat> phone. Um, s- suiting up and showing up. So I once, before I got a sponsor, I did some activity that scared the heck out of me. At home, and uh, it involved uh, indecent exposure. So, um, I decided to get a sponsor finally, and so I got a sponsor. And, uh, I had had two sponsors previously. I never called them. They never called me. And, uh, it worked out uh, well except for my <coughs> recovery. And so I got a sponsor and he said to, um, that it would up the ante on my program to, I did what he said, except sometimes. And, um, but mostly did what he said, whatever he said. And he was a wise, uh, b- person. And, um, so he said it was, it would, uh, up the ante on my program if I joined the intergroup. So I, um, you know, I have been, I have done the literature and done these various service positions. I was a member of a small group and everybody had done these. I wasn't like hot on service, but, uh, uh, so I was desperate enough so that I wanted to up the ante on my program. So I went to the intergroup. I'd gone to a couple of intergroups before. They were very long, very boring, and, uh, just tedious as all get out. And uh, I did not want to do this. And now they're not that way. They're just one hour. We do our business. That's it. Everybody go home. You know, we have more business. We'll do it next month. So, um, so I went and um, also my prayer time. So I... I needed, I needed to pray. I needed to have a quiet time, a prayer time. So this was, uh, I was raised as an atheist and, uh, this was what I've always wanted to believe in God and actually I do now, but, um, sometimes I don't and I have problems with, with faith. So what I do is now, I I made it a point to suit up and show up before work to pray. Whether I believe in God or not, whether whether now I believe in God or not, which I do, by the way, just aside. Uh, this was my prayer time. If 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 I have to think, if if I think of. Something I have to Xerox or, you know, I have to pick up some milk and a dozen eggs or something like that or have lustful thoughts. Uh, that is my prayer time. Period. End of story. So I suit up and I show up. And I just thank God that I, uh, that I have done that. Uh, yeah, I've sometimes blown it off, uh, and, but not, I'm, I'm pretty regular with that. I've, I've made i set out to make it a habit and uh, not easy to do, so I'm just thankful that I that I have done it. So what else? Uh, I did a bunch of other service. we needed a website and um, I'm not a web dude, but uh, <sighs> nobody was doing it, so I, I went to I don't know. Barnes and Noble and got a, uh, a book on, uh, HTML and, uh, went on, you know, my computer, notepad, and did a one page website, which is all we could have. So, uh, I babysit that, uh, still, um, certain people have wanted to have have offered to take that over uh, but I don't own it I'm I'm not like selling it but it's it, you know I don't own it but they've never come come through so I've done uh, what else um just uh, you know when the when a service um, opportunity quote unquote um, as scary as it might seem um, comes up I just I always say yes that's what I've learned you know even when somebody um, was my sponsor who said oh yeah Axel would be uh, at this international conference oh Axel would uh, would love to share on uh, would love to give a talk on uh, <clears throat> on resentment. And uh, I was just like scared out of my wits, but I did it. I did it. You know, I survived. Obviously, so I don't know what I said, but uh, I got through it, and it was a good spiritual exercise, after the fact and before the fact, during the fact. So scared out of my wits. So, so I just say yes, um, and uh, I volunteer for stuff uh I just can't think of you know other stuff just this this and that Wh- whatever 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 needs to be done if something needs to be done okay I volunteer yeah I'll probably stop at you know being one of being the speaker at a at an intergroup. group uh, I'm not at a uh, at a conference like this um, but nobody's ever, ever asked me so so far so good anyway oops strike that from the tape so uh let me see <clears throat> one of the one of the things i ran into one of the problems i've run into was doing too much being a um obsessive compulsive dude um perfectionist etc which is uh one of my crosses. Um, I, besides this addiction, I, I will volunteer sometimes, uh, at certain times, not these days, for too much stuff, you know, and neglect my wife, my you know um, other response you know responsibilities, and just you know what. What, what I should be doing, like, uh, and what I, what I know in my heart I should, I should be doing other than this. My, my second sponsor quit the intergroup at one point. He was very involved because he was not, he, he was not spending enough time with his wife, his family, you know, kids and all that. And I, I really respected him for that, but, uh, Anyway, um, just a, so I think I'm just like going on and on and I'm just going to pass it to somebody else. Um, it's been over five minutes, let's see. Uh, the meeting is now open for sharing. Um, we ask that sharing be pertinent to the topic. No crosstalk, please. If you feel someone is Another member is getting too explicit. you may so signify by quietly raising your hand. Please introduce yourself before sharing. Uh, you can use uh, any name you want and um, I'm going to pass the microphone or you can come up here and just talk to the mic. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you better come up here, whoever wants to share. <clears throat> That's it. Over and out.
2: Yes, you are. I'm Dwayne Sexaholic. Hey, Dwayne. Uh, thank you, Alex, for your share. Even though you felt like you were rambling, it uh, made perfect sense to me. Um I I appreciate the topic um, because it um helped me get get to center or back back to basics. Um, suiting up and showing up, um, that goes against the grain of what I want to do. Um I was listening to some AA tapes um, by an AA speaker who's pretty well, I don't think he's living anymore, but he was quite prominent in Southern California in AA. AA. Anyway, he was saying that... um, uh, I forget the exact way he said it, but the idea was that... um, Growing in in recovery is um, doing what we don't want to do, and um, taking the next contrary action. And I'm very grateful for my sponsor, who I've had since I was, was uh, nudged towards these rooms, and uh, he is. Um, help me uh see the value of of uh, showing up and i'm i'm learning that just um just being present um, being being there um, in a meeting with my wife um, in the workplace whatever venue uh, for me just being present is um is a way of being of service. Um, you know, uh, being given a seat at, at meetings um, is uh, be with be it with a, a sponsee or another whatever f- whatever interchange, whatever fellowship uh, sharing. Sharing sharing a uh, weakness, a struggle I'm having, um, has uh, is a way for me to be of service. Um, there are we, there are service positions that we have opportunities to take, and those are good things to do um, and needful for the for the thriving of, the, of our fellowship and. Um, but to me, those are those are outgrowths of um, of um, being being present, showing up, being being willing to suit up and show up, and and um, I um, yeah, service is uh, for me is uh, a benefit of service is uh, it helps me helps my sobriety, um, helps me stay out of my head. Um, like the speaker says, uh, get into someone else's crap instead of my own. Um, so, um, I, I, I wasn't planning to come to this, this meeting. Um, but I'm very grateful, um, for, for this, uh, for this topic of, uh, of service and the, and the way it's, I don't know, I forget how it's tied, which comes first service or soon I'm showing up, but the, the, uh, the connection, I guess, between, uh, being present and, and being of service, um is, re- is refreshing for me. So, thanks for letting me share.
3: I'm Leon, a uh, recovering sexaholic. Uh it's a pleasure to be here tonight. Um my message uh about suiting up and showing up is uh one of gratitude uh, for the times that I have <laughs> uh dressed up and suited up. Uh by nature I'm pretty fearful, insecure kind of person. I know that's not any of you. But uh I um and so uh having the courage to suit up and show up has uh helped me come out of my isolation which has been important for me. It's expanded my circle of friends. Uh when I went to inner group I got well acquainted with Dwayne and some of the others in our inner group. Um when I um Sit down and share a meeting like this as nervous as I am. I grow a little bit. I, I receive shares back that strengthen me. And, um, it's just, it's been a real blessing. And of course, the literature says that when you, uh, uh, suit up and show up and be of service, uh, our higher power blesses our recovery. And I've seen it in, in my life. I was one that uh, had an affair uh, four years ago. My wife and I were separated for two years. But because of her working her program, I'm working my program. Uh, we've been back together for almost a year. God is uh, my, high. I call my higher power God. Uh, he is doing a miracle in our marriage, Literally. Um, it was on the verge of a divorce. And so my sponsor, uh, much like has uh, been shared as sponsors tell you to suit up, and show up. I think that's a cute phrase. Um, that's been an added uh, an added blessing um, that has come into my recovery and uh, I'm just grateful for it so i'm leon thanks for letting me share
4: stephanie sexaholic i'm very grateful for this topic and to be at this meeting um I've been very grateful for, um, the service opportunities that have been in the program. I feel like they've helped me immensely. Um, relatively new, uh, been in the program about seven and a half months. Um, but I'm a very, I feel that one of my character defects, uh, is that I'm very self-focused. I can be very selfish. And although, there's many tools in the program that help me. Um, reading literature, going to meetings, um, praying to my higher power. Um, I find that service is one of the most powerful tools um, because it, the entire environment changes and asks something of me. So it, it takes me outside of myself um, in a way that I really grow from. Um, so whether it's leading a meeting or working a, uh, service position in in intergroup, um, uh, or working with hospitals and institutions, uh, I find that I grow and, um, with a suit up and show up the way that that relates for me to service for others is, um, that when I show up, I show up just to give without any plan or agenda. When I have some plan or agenda of how I want something to go, then I become very perfectionistic, and I'm also very disconnected in those moments. But if I just suit up and show up and I'm open, I feel in those moments very alive because somebody's reaching towards me and saying, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? And I'm just in the moment. Um, doing what I can in the moment. Um, outside of the program, recently, my brother um, was holding a birthday party for his son, and I drove up to see him. And I just felt like I was getting these signs to go up and and help out. I didn't I didn't really know why I was getting signs to go up this particular year, but I did, and I went. And I've never. Felt close to my brother. Uh, maybe when we were so little that I don't remember, but all of my kind of conscious childhood and, and adulthood, I, we haven't been close. And I just did everything I could to help him with that party. Whatever he was asking, um, I did. And, and the next day he was so connected. I felt so connected to him. He was so connected to me and he showed it. He was, just reaching out to me all the time, and it it felt wonderful. And I also felt in that moment like I was making an amends to him. So I wouldn't have had that experience without this program and without this service to others. So thank you for letting me share.
5: Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm a sexaholic, and uh, thanks for the topic. <clears throat> the last time I think I thought of this phrase was when I was going into a job interview, and I heard it on a tape, and it was, suit up, show up, pay attention, tell the truth, and leave the results to God. And uh, that expanded form for me, uh, you know, I'm usually saying those things because I feel the opposite, you know, like someone else shared, you know, fear and anxiety and stuff. But that's the part of the program, the simplicity of this program, you know, hearing what works for other people and getting to repeat it for myself until I believe it and then seeing it happen. So that's just really good news. Um, I'm grateful for sobriety today and, and for the program. Yeah, um, yeah, where can I be of service? I mean, I can be of service in my groups and... Uh, did a little bit of service through to the greater area with the phone. So if you want that, that's a great way to help out. Um, but I don't, I don't sponsor yet. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, on step 12. I think next week, two weeks, we're going to set a date with my sponsor and then I can expand the suiting up and showing up even further to help other people. And, uh, I know that's what this program's about. Um, how can I be of service to others? Um, so I want to suit up and show up to that. Uh, when it comes and when my, when my uh, sponsor authorizes that. But, uh, yeah, um, powerful, powerful phrase. I'm I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, my pastor actually recently, uh, was speaking on the book of James and I know James has been a part of AA's inspiring that and showed up in the white book and stuff. And so I got to share a little bit of my story with him. Uh, and i never did that and of course that's a weird thing that's a new level you know he knows a little bit more about me now that cats out of the bag but hey you know that's how i could suit up and show up in light of that message um and he he sent me a really long email and the next week he gave me a hug and he's like oh this is tremendous you know so it really helped him and uh, i think he was glad i shared it with him even though i was afraid and uh i know for me uh, in my faith I was an addict the whole time, and uh, I know I'm not alone in that, so I'm just glad that what's been given to me here, who knows where it'll go, you know, and, uh, that I can help other fe- people in my faith that, uh, that, uh, you know, don't see the experience, strength, and hope shown to them, and maybe I can be of service in that, in that regard in the future. So, uh, that's to be determined, but it's just one of those little things where, I should suit up and I show up and do something I don't want to do and looks like something good comes of it. And, uh, I get through these fears and these, uh, negative emotions and things and, and it always passes. It's always so much worse in my mind. But, uh, I'm glad I get to come here and, uh, remember and be grateful for uh, what the program's, uh, given me because I, it is a better life sober one day at a time. So, uh, If I don't shoot up and show up, grab me and (laughs) and remind me to do so, Gabe, because we share meetings together. Anyway, with that, I'll pass.
1: Thanks.
6: I, Gabe, Hi, Gabe, sexaholic. Um, <laughs> So I guess the one thing I can share about suiting up and showing up. Hey, Maseo, it's been a long time. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes, suiting up and showing up. Um, uh, I'll give an example. My sponsor said uh, I had nine months of bridies working my fourth step, and um, I got asked to speak at the West LA meeting and I thought, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do that. And, uh, he said, why not? And, uh, if that voice gives him away and then, then, you know, him. <laughs> that was my best impersonation. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, so I, I did it and, uh, what's that talking? Okay. And I did it and I, I showed up and I was very nervous and I talked to a couple of guys before I showed up and, you know, they gave me advice to, um, one guy said the three B's, be, uh, be brief. No, it was uh, be genuine or something. Be brief and be seated. Something like that. Um, the other one just, you know, recommended. I, I, I pray, you know, um, usually when I, have, you know, I'm scared to do something, that's usually the suggestion. And, uh, and I did. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got up there. I, I didn't really have anything. I just kind of told my story as, as, as I knew it and as I know it. And, um, and I went, I, Went really well. I guess I, I, I can say that because, you know, people came up to me and thanked me for sharing. I was like, cool. You know, I felt like, you know, it was a good thing to, to give in that sense. Um, um, and what else? You know, I jump, I have a lot of free time, so I can. You know, go to intergroup, group, take on service, you know. So, but I think this, the showing up is, you know, there's those times when, you know, I, I get a call or, you know, I don't feel like taking it. I'm like, I got to take it. You know, I mean, I, I answer the phone and, you know, then after I'm done talking, I'm like, well, I'm really glad I talked to that person, you know, and, uh, <laughs> um, and that, that happens with a lot of things, you know, when I was fairly new and going to meetings and, I just thought, oh man, I don't want to go to this meeting. You know, I know who's going to be there. I know what they're going to say. It's not going to do anything. It's just the same old stuff. And then after I get there and then, you know, it's just, I think afterward again, wow, I'm really glad I came to this meeting. I really needed that. I was pretty far off in outer space and, uh, you know, it was good to connect and, um, and maybe I helped somebody else out, but, um, um, yeah, it's it's all those things like, what does it say about uh taking the contrary action, you know, showing up. And, you know, I, I really feel as if I'm doing things that are useful today. I mean, you know, my life motto has always been, well, just get by, you know. I'll just get by at work. I'll have some money in my pocket. I'll just get by. Nobody will remember me. At least I just got by, you know, but... You know, here in SA, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I have real purpose. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but um, you know, it uh, gives my life some some meaning. Uh, and before, it was just I was just so immersed in fantasy, and I don't know, everything was a fantasy to me. You know, um, so it, it's really nice to. Like, I think you were sharing about being present, just being here, you know, showing up. I'm here, I'm with you guys. And, uh, so that's my take. Thanks. Thanks.
7: I'm Keith and I'm a sexaholic. And uh I do like this topic as well. Um, I find that for me uh definitely isolation is one of my problems. Uh my problem is I have too much me time. <laughs> not, you know, you hear people talking about not having enough. I have too much. And uh I tend to uh even even in the other tools of the program if I'm not careful even that can feel very self-centering. You know, if, if what I'm having a problem with is I'm isolating and feeling sorry for myself, sometimes even journaling or, or doing a step or whatever still focuses too much on me, and, and what I really need to do is get out of me and, and do something simple. Uh, most of what we talk about in service tends to be about service within the program, but I just think there's so many opportunities for service outside the program that I don't take advantage of. Today I did uh, one little thing. I, I happened to be out for a walk and as part of my walk I went into a Walmart and as I'm walking down one of the aisles there was this very sweet little Asian woman short trying to get something from a top shelf, you know, with her cane and and I stopped to do that for her and she thanked me and I lived on that for the next 10 15 minutes that I how often have I been so directed about what I got to get done that I didn't even notice someone struggling and needing help? And so that was a little example. I'm also blessed that I work with uh, my faith community with visiting people that are in the hospital and the nursing home. So there's always somebody that I can go see when I'm in that spiraling into self-pity mode. There's always somebody I can do that for. Um, I I was thinking to tell on myself, my next-door neighbor who's an older woman – there was an ambulance or fire trucks at the house the other night and I hadn't gotten over to see if she was okay yet. And I happened to see her in the yard so I could at least wave. But I thought to myself, you know, I should have been much more proactive about that. Just stop next door. How are you doing? Um, is everything fine? So I just think there's so many opportunities. And, and again, my issue is so often about. Oh, my life isn't going well or, you know, the spiraling into self-pity that the only answer to that, well, one of the answers, of course, is gratitude, recognizing what I have in my life. But the other part of that is often just going and helping someone else gives me gratitude about my own life. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think I always want to expand that idea of service. I'm single. So I hear often, you know, Guys talk about you know they're having some problem with their wife or whatever. Well, what have you done for her? Can you go do the dishes or whatever? I don't, I don't have exactly that opportunity, but there's plenty of, of opportunities for me to find something, to do to be of service. And of course, the idea of calls, I, I, I try to because of, I'm kind of uh, underemployed right now, so I have, I'm always available to take a call. But I think all too often I think about giving a call if I have something I need to discuss or or whatever, and a, a real act of service is just making that call to see how the other fellow is doing, um, just to say, how's it going with you with the program? I'm, I'm really convinced that unless I make calling a regular thing, even when I'm not having to reach out because I'm feeling desperate, then I'll never do it when I'm feeling desperate. I have to set up that. That uh, process of doing it regularly, and there's a real being of service just just in that. And so, uh, yeah, I want to keep doing those kind of things, um, not because I want to be thought of as a good Joe, but because it's deadly <laughs> if I don't. It's all about me and my, you know, being in my own mind and my own head, and that's a dangerous place to spend a lot of time. So, thanks for letting me share.
8: Just stay anonymous. My name is Anonymous. I'm a sex drunk. All right. And good to be here and just, uh, want to get current that, uh, I would love to binge on food at night and I'm um, an isolator, not just with lust with sex, but food as well. I just want to own that with God's grace. I'll get to, uh, sleep tonight sober. And, uh, in terms of this, uh, this doing service, yeah, I buy into that. You know, we suit up and show up and I've experienced a lot of that and, and it works. I think we all, at least I'm certainly convinced of that. And uh, it works. I've seen it over and over, uh, both in recovery and also in my professional work as well. And I'm a big believer in that prayer, of Saint Francis. You know, in terms of being instruments, and an instrument isn't the artist; it's just an instrument. And uh, but it takes it takes grace. You know, there's no doubt about that. So, but I think I can get pretty dysfunctional with twelve step work. Also, I mean, I came in a number of years ago, and uh, who knows you know, what my motives are at any one given point for doing 12-step work. I mean, it could be control. It could be obsessing and be trying to fix things. And actually, less gets done sometimes when I'm involved, you know. So I think I really appreciate what you mentioned about the 11th step, that for me, I mean, it's in the 11th step that the big book refers on page 164 about ask God in your morning meditation which you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you have nothing. Uh, obviously, you keep it up. What thing. say? You can't transfer. You can't give away what you do not have, right? Yeah. So that's a powerful prayer, but that's the eleventh step. That's before the twelfth step. Now, at least for me, I'm not saying you know like, I had to do twelve step work when I first came into the program, but I think that's pretty important for me. That's why I appreciated what you said about you know. Sh- showing up, suiting up, and showing up in your 11th step as well. And uh that's an, been an important part for me for what little recovery I have. I can just show up as I am, and I don't have to control that time with my higher power. Um, you know, I've, I've received a few graces doing that. So that's my prayer. The first thing first is focus on my relationship, my higher power, and let him use me whatever way he wants to use me. Thank you.
9: Brian Sexaholic uh, Being of service um, I'm a codependent and I, I I'm very shy and so I don't like putting myself out there but I do love being of service um, and so I'll wait for people to ask me um, I showed up for intergroup I was a meeting right after one of our uh, local meetings um, for the Inland Empire um, and I showed up for a year <laughs> wasn't doing anything there, but I was, I was showing up. Um, and I loved it. It was just, I I had nothing to do. (laughs) I didn't have the sobriety requirement to actually do anything and no one asked me to do anything, but I, I was there. Um, I, in that time I, uh, uh, my meeting was having elections and I signed up for hospitality chair. Um, and I've, I still don't know what that job entails. Um, but they l- lumped it with, um, uh, birthday celebrations, uh, bringing cake. Um, since then I've entered, um, away and I'm a compulsive overeater. And so I don't do flour, dairy or sugar. Um, and I still have that commitment and I've had that commitment for the past, uh, year. Um, and I've been, uh, abstinent for about, nine months Um, and doing that service is really, really hard Um, because it means that every time someone has a birthday I have to get my hands dirty with flour, dairy and sugar which are my addictive substances for another program Um, but I really love that Um, I I can't taste it I don't know how it's going to work out Um, but I get to honor people with my, with my addiction, which I never did. Um, and when I was acting out, it was all about me. It was all about what I can do, what I can get out of the situation. It was never about anyone else. Um, and that's what I love about being of service. Um, I get something out of the transe- transaction, but it's not about me. Um, and I, I don't know how that works, but it's wonderful. Um, I love calling newcomers, um, especially when I'm a mess. Um, the, uh, I I don't call them just, you know, never to check up on them, but, um, but I love, um, calling people that are new to the program. Um, cause it, you know, I have, I have something to offer, especially when I don't feel like I have anything to offer. Um, being open, being honest, um, being out of myself. I'm not some elitist. I barely have any sobriety. Um, but being able to talk program is kind of cool. Um, and reaching out to someone who has no tools cannot help me. Um, when I'm at my worst, of course I've called my sponsor before that, but, um, higher power moves and it's wonderful. Um, because he, he, you know, they, they can't help, and I'm not there to help them, and they're not here, there to help me, but something in sharing, um, giving out of my weakness, um, is, is the strength. Yeah, um, but I'm too weak. I'll never make it. Do not be worried. Wear- Do not be discouraged. It is weakness, not strength, that binds us to each other. And to a higher power and gives us the strength to do what we could not do alone. Um, I'm Brian, comp- uh, sexaholic. Thank Thanks Brian.
10: J.W., Sexaholic. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I really love service. I really love when people uh, do things for me. <laughs> that that really is my take as an addict. It's taking. So uh, the service here to me is, it's not so much about what is being done, is that directional change because my will is broken i'm i'm powerless over my will i cannot think away from myself i can only think about me that is like categorically my fundamental powerlessness even beyond the addiction is is it i'm literally in that you know that malkovich 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 world and uh you know it says in the white book that the whole thing is to to move from sex and self to be turned to God and others. And I don't do that on my own. I do not have the power to do that on my own. I really don't. If I did, I probably wouldn't need to be in a recovery place, really. So what I find of several things is, first off, I have to just admit that I'm conceding to my innermost self that I'm a sexaholic, that means a lot more than just powerless over lust. That means powerless over me. And that I need a higher power that it can take me to places that I cannot even imagine being taken to. But then, practically, what it means is the essence of what this topic is. is I need to place myself in situations where I must serve, where it is like that's the role, that's what I must do. Like when I sponsor someone that's doing service, they call me and I don't want to answer the phone. Someone talked about that. I answer it anyway. I wish I could say always anyway. (laughs) That might be a slight exaggeration because remember, my main basis for service is what can you do for me? And one of the things you can do for me is leave me alone when I don't want to be disturbed. But the whole purpose of service, I believe... Is to, uh, interrupt that. To interrupt that. And, uh, the good thing about it is, is that, you know, what, what I'm all about as an addict is misery. And doing the things that I say I want to do, I become increasingly miserable and unhappy and dying inside. And in recovery, this suiting up and showing up, puts me in positions where I do what I don't want to do, and I like the result. So it's really, it, the end game is I can be a lot happier by becoming, see, all of my life is about isolation and just hiding. And recovery is about coming out of hiding and becoming connected. I really loved what the uh, Essanon speaker said today when she talked about, and I, I wanted to talk about that, about just having connection with people, having a connection with somebody. And how do you get connection? I don't know. I guess you serve them. I mean, you know, my wife the other day, Her shoulder was bothering her and she said, you know, would you massage my shoulder? And as you might well guess, the main shoulder that always needs massaging is mine, but okay, I'll go over there and reluctantly give as little as I have to, to appease you so that you'll think that I care about you because I'm, and I, that didn't happen. I just got up and I just massaged her shoulder until she felt better. And I walked away and I thought, wow, who, Who's who is that doing that? Because that's not me. Who is doing that? It's not me. But I think it's because just continuously suiting up and showing up, convenient or no, just suiting up and showing up. And then finding out just where I can be useful. I think pre uh it's better for me if I don't have too much of a, a an idea of what that looks like because it would just me with my old ideas and it would end up being, what can you do for me in the long run? So um yeah, I'm very grateful for this um, this topic. I did not expect this meeting to be so powerful today, uh, this evening. So grateful. Thanks.
1: This is all the time we have for sharing. In Sexaholics Anonymous, it is our primary purpose to stay sexually sober, and to help others achieve sexual sobriety. Our experience teaches us that attending meetings, working the steps, and giving and receiving sponsorship are key elements in maintaining our own sobriety. This is an anonymous program. Please keep the name and phone number of anyone you meet or learn about in essay to yourself, and what we say here, let it stay here. I have asked a volunteer to read Hmm. A Vision for You.
11: I'm Bruce and I'm a sexaholic. A vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize that we only know a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick, the man or woman who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until
0: then. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.